Hey everybody and welcome to Coach's Corner. So happy to have you here and hope you're enjoying this beautiful time of year. We just had the 1111 portal. Oh, portals get me, man. I I was born on a portal 99. So whew, I feel tired and headachy on those portals, but it was a great day to manifest. And if you're, if you're listening to the show, you know, a few days after 11-11, it's still a beautiful time to get clear on intentions and think about what you want to draw in for the next year. 11-11 is a very powerful, potent energy. And if you don't believe in the 11-11 portal stuff, that's fine. It's always good to be intentional and think about what you want to manifest. And when I say manifest, what I really mean is co-create. You know, what do you want to bring into your life? Because we don't have 100% control of everything, but we can really think about what is what is the way I want to feel? What are the sensations I want to experience? And how do I create more of that in my life? And for those of you who are looking to co-create a more robust coaching practice, or you've been thinking about becoming a coach, maybe you've had some coaching experience and you really want to take it to the next level, our second round of the Elementum Coaching Institute is now open for enrollment, and we've got the early bird discount of $2,500 going on until the end of the year. Of course, there's payment plans. All you need to do is go to ElementumCoachingInstitute.com, apply, and someone will reach out to you from there. So I have a fun guest today. This is a dear friend of mine. I met him uh, taking Vinny's yoga class at Yoga Works back in Los Angeles, probably in, gosh, 2012. It's, it's been a minute. And he was this big athletic. I could tell he was a former athlete guy. And I was like, wow, how awesome that he's here doing yoga. And we started talking and I heard his accent and I'm like, oh, you're from the South. I'm from Texas. And we bonded. And then I was in one of his workout videos and I felt like a celebrity. And he's just a good guy who has a program called TMAC Fitness that I really love. And he's here to talk about just some of the myths we buy into with exercise. I think a lot of us think we have to spend so much time exercising, but we really don't. We can really get a lot done in 20 minutes. And Todd talks about that. And he also talks about the balance between getting your mind right and adding some kind of spiritual practice or meditation into your exercise practice. And I think think this makes such a big difference. I know I'm always way more clear after I exercise. I'm way better to meditate after I exercise because it's like I move all that energy and then I can open up and meditate or go into prayer or whatever. And he leads us through a beautiful process at the end of the meditation as well. So I think you'll really enjoy this. And again, you can learn more about Todd and his program, TMAC Fitness, where you can get those 20 minute workouts, get it done in 20 minutes. He's a great teacher at tmacfitness.com. And I want to thank my sponsor, which is Organifi. You can get 20% off or all Organifi products at Organifi.com slash over it, or use the promo code over it. And that's not just your first order, it's any order. And I love Organifi, especially this time of year, because their Organifi Gold, which is like their turmeric blend. It's not like their turmeric blend. I say like way too much, <laughs> which is their turmeric blend. I heat that up with some coconut milk, some unsweetened coconut milk, and put one scoop of the, the Organifi Gold in there. And oh my gosh. It is so delicious. It's so delicious. And unfortunately, now that I'm pregnant, turmeric is one of those contraindicated things, which I don't really understand because I think turmeric is a superfood and I'm sure there are a lot of cultures that use it all through pregnancy. But man, I don't know any of you ladies that have been pregnant, you Google anything and they're like contraindicated in pregnancy. Do not take. (laughs) I had eggplant the other night. Someone's like, you're not supposed to eat eggplant when you're pregnant. Really? That doesn't make any sense to me. So anyway, I've got to stay off of the turmeric for a while. 
but you don't have to if you're not pregnant. <laughs> so you can go and scoop up all your Organifi products. They're green, they're gold, all kinds of yummy stuff at Organifi.com slash over it. All right. And now on to my conversation with Todd McCullough. Todd, how fun it is for me to have an old and dear friend on the show with me. There's so many <laughs> memories I can think of that you and I have had together from sweating it out in Vinny's class to me feeling like a celebrity in your fitness videos to having long conversations about two Southern people in LA navigating <laughs> the, the LA world. So I'm just happy to be connected with you. Thanks for being here. No, thank you. It's just so great to catch up with old friends and to know that I'm always pulling for you. It's great to see uh, the good folks do well in life. And so everyone listening, you're working with one of the best. Oh, thank you for saying that. I so appreciate that. And you are definitely one of the best when it comes to getting your mind right and your body functional and in shape. And that's something that you've always really, you really practice what you've preached after kind of abusing your body and we'll get to that <laughs> in a moment. Um, but what we have today, so everybody knows is Todd's going to talk to us about how we can really move and use our body in a way that not only makes us feel good, but makes us look good as well. And we'll hear a little bit of his story and then we'll end with a bit of a meditation. Uh, but before we get into all of that, do you mind just sharing a little bit about what got you into doing what you're doing now? Yeah, so I can real quick long story. I grew up in a small town in North Florida, about forty miles west of Jacksonville, and you know my dad owned the gym, so I kind of grew up in that. You know that was kind of our bond, moving, you know, working out every day in the garage and stuff. Was fortunate to play football at University of Florida, and then during that time period, uh, I ended up having five surgeries from football. You know, loved playing; it was an awesome opportunity, but just body wasn't made for it. And then after five surgeries, you know, I, f I stumbled into. Uh, a yoga class there, Vinny's yoga class, where we eventually met, and I felt amazing. It was the only way that I could sweat with my body not hurting and aching afterwards. And as you know, like we practiced like almost every day there listening to Vinny and was fortunate. So I was like, all right, well, I'm doing yoga every day. I feel good, but I'm not really great cardiovascular. I'm losing my strength, kind of muscle tone. How can I merge what I knew as an athlete? What I learned at Florida with yoga. And that's what developed into kind of the TMAC 20 program, which is these 20 minute home workouts to end in a meditation and prayer. And so that's kind of a long story short, but uh, basically a desire, I think, Christine, you and I both have is to move our bodies and connect to our spiritual practice on a daily basis. And you, what I found is, you, you know, as you're younger, using fitness for sports or athletics, and, but as we've gotten older, using fitness as an opportunity to be in a positive mindset and being able to use that to connect to our spiritual practice each day. So that's something that's been really powerful and mm -hmm. it's helped me so much the last couple of years with all the, you know, the craziness going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And okay. So a couple of questions about that. Why do you think it's so important to one, have a daily practice and two, what value have you seen in yourself and with people you've worked with, you're following your personal clients in combining the physical practice with the spiritual practice? Well, I think you, to be blunt, like you have to make it simple. Like you can make the decision. You have to make this choice. Either you're going to take ownership of your mindset today or you're going to be a victim to the rest of the world and whatever the day falls. Me personally, I think it makes a lot more sense to control what I can control. And that's my attitude. And the best thing that I've seen to help my attitude and thousands of other of our members is to shock the system. First thing, quick, high intensity training 
and then finishing with a meditation and prayer. That's before you look at social media. That's before you look at emails. So you can put yourself in this positive mindset and then you start carrying that with you throughout the day and it builds. And then whatever we go, you know, the benefit of meditation, right, is lengthening that gap between stimulus and response. So whatever stimulus has happens during the day, whether it's, hey, you had construction going on the day, we had a way to, you know, push this podcast back a couple hours. You've already got your mind in a positive mindset and you're able to filter that in a positive way. So that's the most important thing that I've seen for me. Right? The benefits, the physical benefits come from being consistent, right? Like there is no magic exercise, right? It's being consistent what you do every day. And for me, it's just putting myself, and I think it's my responsibility to be in a positive mindset every day. So that's how I look at kind of fitness and meditation and mm-hmm. taking ownership of that. Um, as far as the benefit of the meditation, you know, so what I found over the years is that we all know meditation is good for us, but it's so kind of abstract. Our minds are so busy. So you typically, a lot of people would recommend do a 20 minute meditation here. Well, if you do that, you're most likely, if you have your busy mom or dad, commuting to work, you have kids, you got to get the kids to soccer practice. You don't have time to do a 20 minute meditation and get in a workout, right? So if you do what, you know, James Clear has got this great book called Habit Stacking. And essentially you habit stack, you use, you take the good habit of working out and then you do the meditation right afterwards. And the reason it works is because think of a kid with a tincture tantrum, Christine. So like, if you like shake up the system, get all the nervous energy out, then it's easier to drop into the meditation yep. and the mind right meditation is just a couple minutes. And it's just that consistency every single day of doing it. And just think of the, of the brain just like any other muscle. If you consistently work it, it will develop over time. I really experienced this firsthand because I would get up in the morning and meditate like a good girl every day yep. for 20 minutes or whatever it was. And my mind would be racing the whole time. But then I'd go mm-hmm. work out. I'd come home to yep. work and I'd be clear as a bell, not distracted at all. And that, and that energy would go into work. And then actually from you, I learned, hey, put the meditation, go work out first. Like, because I kind of was on yep. the conditioning. First thing I should do is connect with God or higher power, my meditation, <laughs> right. and move my body later. But when I flipped it, my meditations were so much more powerful because I'd gotten yep. a lot of that monkey mind out physically. And is there anything going on biologically, hormonally, that helps us drop into a meditation even better and more efficiently after a workout? Yeah. Right. So you know you've got all of these positive hormones getting released into the body, right? All these neurotransmitters. And so your body, one, feels amazing from all the dopamine releases happening from the HIIT training, right? And like you said, the best analogy that I can describe to people on just a more humane level is think of a kid with a tantrum tantrum. You've got to let that kid shake it out sometimes. Then you can drop in. And it just slows down the mind so much easier. It, it really does. Flipping those two things made such a difference for me in a massive way. And I, in my workouts, make sure I'm not checking my phone. You know, I keep it on music or podcast or whatever it may be. So even though I may have music or I might take watch a video or whatever, I'm still not pulled to the outside world through my email and texts and all those kinds of things. It's it's all part of the, the sacred practice. You have to have control. Mm-hmm. Like you run your business, you're married, those listening, uh, you know, the work, have children, have all kinds of stressors. And if I think just owning your morning is so important. And even if that's just like a 10 minute like stretch, then meditation or walk and coffee, but just don't look at your phone first thing. Like you're getting just tons of like stimulus in the wrong, the wrong way if you do that. So just taking ownership of your morning, just 10, 15, 20 minutes in the morning can make a huge difference in your day. 
Yeah, and let's let's talk about working out for a moment. We'll get back to mindfulness in a, in a minute because yep. I think there's a lot of myths about working out and maybe people – I've heard from a lot of people that with lockdown, they can't go to a gym, they can't go to their favorite classes, they've maybe put on a few pounds or more than a few pounds. That's a common complaint I hear in addition to yep. the anxiety and the stress and everything that people are feeling. And I think a lot, you know one of the myths I used to buy into is unless I – do, you know, an hour of cardio, yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to lose weight. And I would waste so much more time, much time in the gym because I was working out inefficiently. So can you speak a little bit about an efficient workout, what HIT training is and like how we can work smarter, not longer. So people are like, oh my gosh, I can totally exercise for 20 minutes. I can handle that. But wrapping my head around an hour, that's a little harder. Right. So I always say that like fitness should fit your lifestyle, right? Meaning that so years ago after playing football in Florida, I actually played football in Italy for a while. I was living in Europe and it was so – and I'm sure – have you spent much time in, in Europe, Christine? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not sure if you noticed this too. It was like you walk everywhere, right? Yeah, and then sure. you could eat all the pasta and bread. You end up still losing weight. <laughs> yeah, there's also so not all the what, chemicals over in Europe. That helps too. <laughs> ton, tons, tons of way better, healthier food system over there. And so what I was noticing when I was doing one-on-one personal training um, was that people would typically give a trainer, a, you know, two, three days a week, one hour, right? And we would get good results, but not life-changing. And well, so what I wondered, like I reflected back on was like, how can we make this a sustainable lifestyle? And so it was a concept called the 320s that I developed in our program, right? Which means you have three 20-minute windows in your day naturally, where you don't have to change a whole lot, right? You have 20 minutes when you first wake up in the morning, don't look at your phone, around lunchtime, and then usually after work, right before or after dinner. So how do we maximize these timeframes? And so that's kind of where it came about was like I knew from an athlete that hit training, which is high intensity interval training, is simply put the most effective and efficient way to burn the most calories in the least amount of time, bar none, right? So if we start our morning or at least one of those 20 minute windows do hit training, we know we're getting our heart rate up, we're getting in that anaerobic zone, we're going to be burning calories all day long. But now we want to continue in that fat burning state. And that's where the 320 concept came up that I kind of took from living in Europe for a while was... Go for a 20-minute walk for lunch. Go with a colleague. When you get home, take your dog out for a 20-minute walk. And so what you're doing with the HIIT training and the combination of the two other 20-minute walks, Christine, is you're staying in a fat-burning state all day long. Now, if you combine that with a good whole food diet, you're going to be thriving. And you can, you know, realistically, we take, we take people through our 20-day program, and they lose at least 5, sometimes 10, 15, 20 pounds in 20 days, right? Mm. And we're not that, – that's no supplements, Right. Like that's no fad diets. That's literally eating whole food and learning to move their body effectively mm. and no and, and no equipment, literally their own, their own body weight. Yeah, that, that's amazing. So to give people a visual, what does that look like yeah. in terms of moving their own body weight? Yeah. So, so think of the, the moon body weight, right? So there's different, essentially the whole thing is to get you in the anaerobic zone, right? Which is around 80, 90% heart rate max. Now, based on everyone's list, like athletic ability, how old there are injuries, that could be a different thing, right? For me, that could be burpees. For my mom, that could be walking up a short incline of stairs, right? We're just trying to get you in that anaerobic zone. That's why we have beginner level videos and advanced level videos. We're just trying to get you in that anaerobic zone. That's it. That's usually done through compound movements like squat jumps, like the videos that you and I are in, right? Yeah. Like we're really getting after fast push-ups, right? But let's just say you're older and your joints can't handle that. 
if you walk up an incline and you're getting your short of breath, I always say like easiest way, there's all kind of heart rate monitors out there, which they're getting better, but they're still not always the most accurate. The easiest way to think of being in the anaerobic zone, Christine, is let's say you and I are, are walking and we can gradually have a conversation. You're in the cardio zone, right? Which is just below probably 60 to 70% heart rate max. Once you get to running that sprint up that hill and I'm like, I can't really get a breath in. Right. Now you're in the anaerobic zone. And so I've found over a decade of doing this, Christine, is that you want to be in that sweet spot, that anaerobic zone. As little as seven minutes a day has benefits up to around 25 minutes. I mean, I've trained a few Olympians over the years. I can push around 30, 32 minutes. But I mean, these are Olympians. They do this for a living. So seven to 25 minutes a couple times a week will have huge impacts. But I also want to encourage you to walk and move throughout the day when you can. Mm. Mm. So you can do that 20 minutes. So if I did a 20 minute hit workout um, and just kept my yep. body moving, got my heart rate up, had a little rest in between, and then I did a 20 minute walk, I'm going to get way more yep. benefit than if I go to the gym and like bang way on a more. cardio machine for an hour. Way, way more. You're keeping your body in a fat burning state all, all day, right? And even if you're doing the 20, some of our 20 minute workouts, we may take six to seven minutes of a warm up first. We're really only getting after it for 14 minutes, mm. right? And I'm telling you, the benefits are incredible. Like the idea of like, if you want to go, to, I, I think you should go to the gym for community, right? I think that's extremely important. Things now things are opening up, going and sweating with your friends. I think that's a fun thing, right? Like I'd love to go take a yoga class with you again. That being said, it comes down to consistency. What can you do every single day, right? And you can own your morning. You can do the 320 concept. Like Right now, we talked about like I'm in transition, right? Like I'm I, I'm a nomad right now, but I can still wake up every single morning, do my HIIT workout, do my meditation, and that's consistent. That does not change whether if I'm visiting you in Texas or I'm out here in California. That's how we should start our mornings. So you have – talk about the the TMAC 20 because people are like, well, I don't know what 20 minutes I can do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, so you, your, uh, your famous model here, Christine, was uh, in the video back in the day. We were getting started, so thank you for that. Um, so it's essentially – it's a concept of, again, where I've learned is basically I merged athletic training with yoga. So it's a 20-minute workout uh, using your own body weight. And it's a hybrid of athletic movements, yoga, animal flow – uh, where essentially, you know, you literally turn on your phone, your laptop, put it in front of your yoga mat, hit play in 20 minutes, you're drenched in sweat, you don't need any equipment. Uh, and it's, you know, it's something again, that you can, I, I'm not against weights by any means, I think you should go lift weights when you can, there's a lot of benefits to that. But it ultimately gets down to what do you consistently do. And I think the reason why people, you know, the average member stays with us over, over like over 83% of our members stay over a year. And that's because I think the simplicity of it, right? We've removed every barrier to entry, right? Everyone's got 20 minutes. You don't need equipment. And I think just knowing that, like someone's listening to this right now, Christine, they're like, I'm so tired right now. I don't want to have time to go to the gym. I'm too tired to get to work. You have 20 minutes Own that and go do it. Yeah, you do. You do. Like just add up how much time you spend on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) or or sleeping in or whatever it is. What have you noticed in terms of the people that take the TMAC 20 or clients that you've worked with? What kind of changes have you noticed in their life when they commit to just this 20 minutes a day and maybe a 20 minute walk or, you know, just going up and down your stairs for five minutes, four times a day or standing and instead of sitting or, you know, putting on your favorites playlist for 20 minutes and dancing a little bit. Right. Yep. All about some dancing. Uh, so, and I'm so curious your thoughts on this and the work you do as well. I'm sure there's some overlap there. The majority of people come to us to lose weight, right? 
And so if you go to most of the, like, the websites and stuff, like for our websites, we'll talk about helping you lose weight and we'll meet people where they are, right? We, we try to solve that problem for them fast and help them lose the weight. Now, when people start to do it more and more frequently, they're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I always say that there's, there's this guy in Georgia that does our workouts and he's like, I now I'm doing that meditation thing that I never thought I'd do. And I, I don't know why, but I feel good afterwards. I'm more relaxed and calm with my kids and wife. You know, and I think that's the beauty of it. Right? People come for that pain point of like wanting to lose weight. And then we help them accomplish that in the process. They see the benefits of the meditation every day. And they're like, I have more energy. My kids, I'm more productive at work. I'm, I, I have more patience. I've even like heard many stories where it's improved couple sex lives where their couples are working out together a couple of days a week. And so that, that stuff's pretty amazing to hear. Mm. I love that. Do you see, do you do you see that a lot in your work too? I'm sure there's people come for like a very. I don't know if about you, like also in my work, it's a very like surface level, like meet their need. But yeah. as they do it more, more things start to open up. Yeah, I do. And well, one thing that I've seen too is, especially when more people are you know not going to gyms for for whatever 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 reasons, they're finding more workouts at home, and yeah. they're noticing, wow, I can push myself for less time. And have more time. And this is a great metaphor because how often do we really kind of stay in our comfort zone and not get the results? But if you can work hard for 20 minutes, you have 40 extra minutes <laughs> versus that hour yeah. that you spent at the gym and then the maybe 40, anywhere from you know 15 to 40 minutes that it took you to drive there and check in and all that kind of stuff. So that's the other thing is I'm noticing that People are able to translate this to other aspects of their life. It's like if I can spend 20 minutes moving my body and doing a brief meditation, I have so much more time and I'm so much more productive. I know for me on days like for whatever reason where I have to skip my workout in the morning or my meditation in the morning, I'm crankier. I'm yep. less focused and productive. I'm hungrier, which is an interesting thing. That's um, so and, interesting. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm just not – I just don't feel like I'm working at my optimal level. And the other thing, we have a lot of people pleasers and a lot of caretakers that listen to the show. And they don't put themselves first in terms of like really moving their body and, and taking that time for themselves. It's like, oh, I have to do this or I have to do this. And that's a talk about habits. That's a really dangerous habit to get into because we'll keep making excuses for all the people we have to take care of and all the things we have to do and not take that time for ourselves. But I have found when I take time for myself, it's really self-honoring, not selfish. And I'm so much better for the people in my life. Like I am so much nicer to my husband when I've had a workout and a meditation. Not that I'm mean to him if I'm not, but I've just gotten that temper tantrum out. You know, I think, yep. I think the other thing is we were energetic beings and we are living in a time when, even if we're not watching the news, like I haven't watched the news in years, but still on social media, still we're, we're getting bombarded energetically with a lot right now. It's a lot. There's a lot of judgment in the world. There's a lot of hate in the world. There's a lot of fear in the world, a lot of opinions in the world, a lot of division, a lot of really stressful choices people have to make. Just a, There's just a lot going on. And even if we're kind of living in our own little bubble, unless our spiritual hygiene is off the roof and we're doing so much ener energetic protect energetically protect ourselves and basically live in a crystal grid, we are being impacted by that. And so even if our life isn't necessarily quote unquote super stressful, we need a way to release all the crap 
that energetically we're picking up. And I honestly haven't found a better way than movement and sweat and then moving into a meditation. That to me is one of the best ways to like detox all the energetic crap that we're, 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 we're influenced by, that we feel kind of on a daily basis that we always have, but is even more so now. So that's one of the big things that I'm seeing. And then that's why you're one of the leaders in our space mm-hmm. is because you've developed that resilience in that, right? And I, I go back to, again, a, a very basic, simple question that I think every one of us has to ask ourselves. And I think this past year is really highlighted and brought everything to surface. Do you own your mindset today? Yes or no? Are you going to be victim to the outside circumstances? Yes or no? Like, what are you doing on a daily, daily basis to put you in a positive mindset, right? Like, this is one tool. Like, there's other tools that work. But if you're going to take, like, either the ownership or the victim side, there's two different paths you're going each day and ultimately how you live your life, how you show up for your kids, how you show up for your spouse, how you show up for your coworkers. Like, that does not happen by accident. And I think what we've seen a lot of this past year is just people that haven't done, haven't developed some sort of practice. Like, it's been hard for everyone. Like you and I both, right? It's hard for everyone. But those that consistently show up in a positive mindset have kind of mastered that art. It doesn't just happen by accident. So true. It doesn't. And and please don't think that there's something wrong with you if you get stressed no out means. or you lose your you lose your temper or something like that. It I think there's this expectation, especially in the personal development industry, that we're supposed to be just calm and polite and have a positive mindset all the time. And you know, the brain is wired for negativity. It it really is. And we have to, especially as we grow in our consciousness, really choose to be grateful, choose to be positive. And eventually we build that habit, but we need release valves. And that's why, you know, I teach emotional release work. I teach something called the temper tantrum technique, which is all about (laughs) the emotional release work, because I believe we have to ride those waves of the emotions. And, but if we don't have a physical release, it's huge. And I would say, I don't really like to say, well, you know, this is for men and this is for women because we're all human. We're all like in this together. And I've noticed that people that identify as men and really hold that masculine pole, if they don't have physical movement, that aggression is going to come out in other ways, either as aggression or passive aggressive. So maybe speak to the dudes, the people identify as like, (laughs) I'm a man, about how important moving their body is beyond having like good looking biceps. I'm an irritable son of a bitch until I've worked out and meditated just yeah. to be bluntly. <laughs> like yeah. I tell, like even when I go back home, and visit my family, you know, as the holidays come up, they know that I am going to wake up and work out and meditate. And I'm like, don't talk to me till that happens. I love you. I'll see you in about 20, 30 minutes. But I was like, I got to go do this because if not, I've got all this anxiety, this built up energy uh, that needs to be out. Like working out for me is literally just the opportunity to be in a positive mindset. And again, like, you know, you and I have both been able to stay in decent shape over the years because we've consistently done that. And mm-hmm. I think that you have to focus on something like that bigger uh, of the purpose and the work that we do and showing up. And for someone listening, that could be being a great mom. It could be setting an example. You know, I hear all the time in our community is like, I grew up in an unhealthy, unhealthy house environment. Well, guess what? So did I. Right. Like my breakfast as a kid was pop tarts and a Mountain Dew. Right. Oh my gosh. That would pop tarts with butter. Right. Like that's what I grew up. Like dinner was Taco Bell uh, or Pizza Hut. Right. So like you can change the generations of your family, but you have to lead by example Mm -hmm. and just making one small, like everyone listening to this podcast, make one small step today. Maybe that's making a healthy dinner. Maybe that's laying out your yoga mat or tennis shoes tomorrow for a workout. Just make one positive step and let that domino effect happen. 
Let's talk about positive mindset because I think that there's, you know, I saw someone wearing a shirt that said positive vibes only. And I was like, really? That's a huge expectation. (laughs) (laughs) So I like to give room for humanity. Like I like to give room for sometimes we're sad. Sometimes we are thinking about worst case scenarios. Sometimes we, and so we don't want to beat ourselves up for those moments. How would you define a positive mindset? Is it not letting any negative thoughts in or is it more choosing to respond to the negative thoughts in different ways? Yeah, I think it's more of just how you respond. I think that negativity, I think sadness, heartbreak is all part of um, the human experience. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just take, for example, a real example of the other day. Like I was talking to some girl. Like, I go, we have to catch you. I have to get some relationship advice later from you off, off the uh, interview. <laughs> this girl was amazing, right? First time that I've like really felt connected to a girl in a while. Um, just phenomenal. And, you know, you could kind of tell, like, she was in a different stage. She was younger. She's building her business. Like, you and I have both been there. And, you know, all of a sudden she called up and, like, called things off, basically broke things off with me, mm-hmm. right? And if you, that would have happened to me years ago, I'd have taken that as a personal, like, that's sad, right? You like someone yeah. a lot and they don't like you back the same way. Right. Right? Like, that's sad. That's hard. Like, yeah. you shouldn't, like, cover that emotion up, right? And just go, like... You know, if it was me in my twenties, I probably would have just buried it behind a you know a bottle of Jim Beam, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that would have probably been my reaction. But now I think that because we've you know been able to again that morning being put doing the work of being in a positive mindset, working out, meditating. When that happened, I was like, you know what? Like I'm gonna take this moment and feel it. Like I was like, this sucks. It is what it is. You're a good person. Like I wish you nothing but happiness. This is not a personal attack on who I am as a person. This is just where this person is. And I actually appreciate them communicating that mm-hmm. and w- and truly wish them well in the rest of their journey, whatever that looks like. Maybe one day we can be friends, maybe not, who knows. But I think that that's a great example that just happened recently of, hey, that's a shitty moment. It, yeah. That sucks. You're, you're not going to be, you shouldn't be happy in that moment, right? right. If you truly care for someone. Um, but I think you can also choose your response, right? You can go bury yourself behind a bottle of Jim Beam. Or you can go back and be like, all right, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be with that person, the things we've learned and shared. And I'm just grateful for that and wish her the best and look forward to the next opportunity for Mm -hmm. a connection. Well, I admire you can get there so fast because I've been you in that situation so many times, more than I can count on one hand. And I, you know, it it takes me me a little while to get to gratitude. Because well, it hits, I, it I, may hits. Have, I, may, I may have a small glass to keep. Yeah, yeah. Glass. Well, for me, it hits the the rejection button, and it hits the "what uh-huh. did I do wrong" button, and um, it's really hard because because I think part of a modest, positive mindset is being able to go, "What did I learn?" So positivity yeah. to me doesn't always have to mean, "Well, I'm grateful and like I got to spend a certain amount of time and this person taught me the da 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 da," but the positive mindset can be, "Well." This is getting me one step closer to what I really want. And this hurts. Let me go in. Let me go in and be willing to look at this, look at my end, look at what I'm learning, look at why I draw this in and become a bit of a student. So positivity to me means openness. It means acceptance. It means reacting to things in ways that aren't coming from like a highly charged place and not taking it personally. Right, because as soon as I go yep. into, I did something wrong. I'm not enough in some way. Then I can't access any of the learning. So, 
one thing that I like about what you teach is that positivity doesn't just mean it's going to be a great day and I'm super grateful for everything and I'm totally blessed and all that can be true. Certain days we may feel like that. And certain days, the mindset, the positive mindset will be, well, my heart's a bit crushed and today I'm going to dig a little deeper and I'm going to learn more about myself and heal more about myself today than I did yesterday. And I think that's an important thing for all of us to keep in mind that positivity doesn't mean we're ignoring the truth of how we're feeling. Absolutely. Not every day is rainbows and butterflies. Uh, I think you're, you're human. Allow yourself to have a human experience, right? And I think, you know, one of the examples and testimonials that's always been dear to my heart from a couple of years ago that was, I got a letter from a guy uh, from Australia and his father was passing of cancer. And he and his mom, you know, they were trying to commute about an hour each way into the hospital every day while he was on his deathbed. And eventually they decided to basically just spend the last week or so in the hospital pretty much. And they were doing the workouts in like in one of the hospital rooms. They were doing the team at 20 workouts in one of the hospital rooms wow. as, a, as, a, as a son and a mom while their dad and while their husband of you know so many years is passing. That's a sad fucking moment. That's, that's tough, right? But I, this, this mom and this young man chose to do the best they could in that situation and show up and take care of themselves and kind of honor that moment. And the, and the email was so thoughtful and so kind or like, this is one of the toughest moments of our life, but, you know, being able to still move and connect every day to our spiritual practice helped us so much during those difficult times. And I think when we look back at all of our lives and the trials and the struggles that we have, you know, how are you showing up in those tough times? Right? Like, we can go to alcohol, we can go to drugs, we can go to sex, we can blame everything on the other person, but ultimately that doesn't lead us to a happier you know, life. And so to me, that's the beauty of, of doing this type of work. And for me personally, in my spiritual practice, and we can talk about it when we lead people through the meditation, it's like understanding that you and I are brothers and sisters, that we're all children of God, right? People have a different word and meaning for God, but I believe that we're all connected and that your value as a human being is that you're a child of God. Losing 10 pounds isn't going to make you any more loved by God. Getting that dream husband or boyfriend, that dream job, you are loved simply by being a child of God. And I think rooting ourselves in that identity is so important overall with relationship status, chasing fame and fortune for work, whatever that may be. And we see it right now in the craziness you know, of our times is where people need an identity and a tribe to follow, whether it makes sense or not. And I think that ultimately, to me, the part of getting our mind right, so to speak, is reconnecting to that source every day of truth um, that grounds us. And again, lets us filter out uh, the rest of the day the best we can. Yeah. Well, let's do that. Let's let's we let's take us it. through a little meditation. Absolutely. You may hear some kids coming in, but let's let's go for it. That's great. So everyone listening, uh, get comfortable if you're driving. Pause and do this later, uh, and just get comfortable. You can sit down. Cross your legs, hands can just be rested, eyes are closed. Uh, just take a moment to let the room settle in. So it's just going to be a four-part meditation. It'll take just a couple of minutes, and we'll guide you through it, and uh, you'll feel better immediately, okay? So just let the room settle in. The first part is just a moment of gratitude, right? How amazing is this? You get to listen to this podcast, learn some things. You've got a roof over your head, family, friends, your health, whatever it may be. Just make it personal. Make it intimate. Something you're grateful for today. Even during tough times, we can find something to be grateful for. Just take a moment for that right now.
Now I want you to shift your focus to lifting up a loved one. This could be a friend, a family member. Imagine a glowing light hovering over them as they go about their day. Often I see my brother. He's a police officer. He comes home. His kids are waiting for him on the porch. They give him a big hug. A smile comes across his face. Just imagine this glowing light over your loved one. It could be a family member or a friend. Just pour blessings upon them. We spoke of earlier how we're all connected. Just take a moment to lift someone else up. Now I want you to visualize success today. What does it look like? More importantly, what does it feel like? It could be an important business meeting. It could be as simply as going for a walk with your partner after a long day of work. What does a good day look like? More importantly, what does it feel like? Step into that moment now. Finally, I just want you to be present. Be still. Listen to the rise and the fall of the breath, the sounds around you. Just be. Psalms 46.10 says, be still and know that I am God. And we still the mind. We create the space for God. You just be. Slowly start to bring some awareness back to the breath. Softly open your eyes. God bless. How do you feel, Christine? <sighs> just a smile on my face and just my gratitude's full. My heart's full of gratitude. Got my words backwards. <laughs> yeah, and I love um, lifting someone else up. That's beautiful because one of the visualizations I do when I'm concerned about someone or when I'm noticing that I'm just too wrapped up in pleasing someone or caring what they thought or upsetting them or I'm mad at them or whatever it may be. A visualization that I'll often do is imagine myself in this beautiful golden bubble, kind of like the womb. Like if we were in the womb of God, that's what it would look like. And I yep. imagine that person across from me in their womb. And I just like cut any cords and imagine them floating away back to source and turn turn them over because it's like it's between them and source, them and God. It's not for me to intervene or get involved. So I, I love that you brought that in because I was able to bring in my own visualization and, and lift that. And it, the person I pictured wasn't anyone I'm triggered by or having issues with, but just someone I wanted to send a little extra love to. And it's like, let's lift them up it's closer to source energy. May they remember who they are. Um, so I really love that part because often in meditation, we're so focused on ourselves. And that's great. Like 
definitely, especially my audience needs even more self-care and self-honoring choices. Um, But I really like the experience I had through that guided meditation that you led us through was by lifting someone up, I'm letting go of my responsibility. You know, I'm letting go of my you know, desire to make it different or to change them or whatever, which is taking up energetic real estate for me. And yep. I'm lifting them up to much more powerful source who knows way better <laughs> than I do yeah, right. what they truly need. I love that wound visualization. That's mm, cool. I'm going to mm. have to think about that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, it works yeah, well with I, someone I, you're it, pissed off at too because you can do it like, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> see ya, but God bless. Yeah, I got it. Uh, yeah. Bless your and heart, I, I think, as we say in the South. Bless your heart. <laughs> exactly. And I think one of the things that you know you hit on was I think it, the reason I like kind of the steps of that, right, is like gratitude, lifting up a loved one, this idea that we're a part of something bigger than ourselves, um, and then, you know, we eventually at the fourth part, we get to ourselves, we get to that stillness. And so for, as opposed to just maybe for me, it, it make it, it, it resonates, I think, because you are taking moments each day for someone else. And then you're also at the end coming back to you and grounding and connecting. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's, that's beautiful to hear. And it, it's, it's also something Christine is fun to do. I'm sure you've done a lot in like corporate settings where a company brings you in or whatever, and you take them through that meditation and you just have, the colleagues there afterwards open up and share and you'll have people that have been working together next to each other for 10, 15 years. And somebody will be like, who are you lifting up? And they're like, my husband's got cancer and, you know, has terminal cancer. And like, they mm-hmm. have no idea. They've been sitting next to someone for the last couple of years and they have no idea. Right. Um, and so just those moments for us all to see the human in someone else is nice. It is. It really is. Cause the more we see the human in ourselves and someone else, the more we see it in ourselves. And the more compassion yep. we have for other people, not pity, but compassion and empathy, the more we're able to turn it on ourselves. So, oh, this has been great, Todd. Thank you so much. If people want to learn more about getting into TMAC 20, if they don't want to think about their workouts and their meditation and just <laughs> want to be able to follow you every day, um, how can they do that? Yeah, so just go to tmacfitness.com, which is T-M-A-C Fitness, and there you should be able to find like 10 free days of workouts. You don't have to enter a credit card or anything like that. You get a feel for kind of what we do. We've got, like I said, beginner and advanced workouts. And then we also have the Mind Right Meditation we just led you guys through uh, that you can do there as well on YouTube. Uh, and just carry that with you. It's been really cool. Like some CrossFit gyms, like even in Alabama, they'll do their wide and they'll finish with like that mind right meditation. So I encourage you guys to give it a shot and just reach out and you can reach out on Instagram as well. TMAC fitness, TMAC fitness. Uh, if you have any questions, you know that Christine and I are here to help mm-hmm. you and encourage you along your way. And what I love about your program too, is that it's, it's one sort of simple program, whereas other, yep. like I, I, I'm a Pelotoner. I, I, but sometimes yeah, I'm like, Pelotons are great. Pelotons great. I know. Sometimes it I'm like, great. Oh, cause you, you know, you got the, the bike boot camp, you've got spin classes, you've got work, you know, cardio, yep. you've got hit, you've got bar. I mean, it's like too many choices, cheesecake factory paralysis, too many <laughs> options. And so what I love about TMAC is that it's just, it's a, just like a 20 minute thing. You know what you're going to get. You don't have to decide anything other than like what workout you're going to do. And if you want to give yourself a challenge of seeing if just doing one thing consistently, which is the best way to create change in my opinion, one thing yep. consistently, which is why one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on the show is to be like people, 20 minutes, just do this, do it for 40 days, see what happens. So thank you for providing a simple, <laughs> but, but diverse, it's, like it's not just, you know, four yeah. workouts, you've got a lot on there, a really simple way. 
Yeah, it's a totally way to make out, change. But I always say that, like, find a way you like to move and finish with a connection, right? If Peloton's your thing, awesome. Do the Peloton and then finish with that brief meditation. Uh, just don't be one of those people that email me saying that, hey, I got out of shape because I went on vacation and couldn't bring my Peloton with me. <laughs> so just yeah. understand that it's it, – think of why you're exercising and hopefully that is – each day you're taking ownership of that mindset and do your Peloton, do your swim, do your yoga, do what you love doing that makes you feel alive. But always know that you can do a 20 minute workout with no equipment and still feel great. You can. Thanks, Todd. Thank you, dear. Love you.